Welcome to the Clifford Chance Careers Podcast, where people from around the firm discuss hot topics impacting the legal profession, share their career advice, and offer some unique insights into their personal career journeys. My name is Tiernan Brady, and I am the Global Head of Inclusion here at Clifford Chance. And today I am joined by Evan Soyinka for the Clifford Chance at Home series. Evan is our recruitment, marketing, and employer brand specialist who works in the London office. Hi, Evan. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. I'm going to make this as pain-free as possible, hopefully. <laughs> We've got a couple of questions for you to, to get into your inner mind, so we can just crack on, I think. So what's the most interesting thing about your remote working setup? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, but for me, I suppose the most interesting thing about my work, my remote working from home setup is I've moved back home home with my parents and my family for the first time in a very long time. And that took a lot of adjusting to, to be entirely honest, but I do love it. And I, it kind of feels more like being in the office in certain ways because we kind of have stations now. So we use the living room for workouts in the morning and we use the kitchen and conservatory for work. And so you sort of have, we have like a rigid operation whereby we try and move between stations throughout the day to ensure that everybody is doing what they need to do. And if I didn't have people competing for my workout time, I wouldn't wake up as early as I do, meaning I'm always ready and feeling really good for the beginning of my working day. But I suppose that's the most interesting thing. That and the fact that I work in the conservatory as much as I can meaning I sort of wake up on really sunny days to a lot of sun and it's again it just helps me feel really good and really awake because I'm not a morning person by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> um, you're not alone and, and don't worry I will not be fighting with you for the workout time you have all of, the, all of that to yourself. Um, uh, uh, it's really interesting how many of us probably are moving home a lot of people are definitely sharing more space than they're used to and that you know and that is a big adjustment so it's really interesting to hear that perspective of of the queue and conveyor belt of morning life um uh, now that you are at home with your family what are your remote working like must have i mean of course things like a monitor a comfortable space an area of loads of light definitely important things but for me one of my primary must-haves is a really nice notebook and um, especially now where we don't have the usual structure to our day and my favorite notebook right now is my Clifford chance one i find that I really am loving my Clifford Chance branded stuff at the moment to feel close um, to, to the space of what literally I'm wearing my Clifford Chance hoodie all the time, got my Clifford Chance mug, um, but very much just to feel closer, I suppose, um, to the space of, of, of our office. But yeah, I love a notebook to stay organized, but another remote working from home sort of thing that I definitely would recommend or think everybody should have is good playlists. And I know playlists aren't tangible, but for me, having sort of pre-prep music to set a particular tone for the day or particular mood for the day is really important, especially when a lot of us are working in spaces where there's a lot of background noise. And I often find having a, a playlist that can sort of lift your mood so it's good for your mental well-being or your, your mood, but certainly also helps you concentrate and detract from background noise is really important. And also tea. I definitely would say a working from home must have is tea. All kinds of tea. tea. I'm not loyal to any tea. <laughs> Just tea. Just as you thought there weren't any particular national stereotypes around English people, <laughs> we we have to have our tea. Or Well, you have to have our tea. I, I think the Irish do their fair bit of tea as well. I, how fascinating it kind of crosses into the next question, you know, especially on the music question, be, you know, what have you been doing to maintain your own health and well-being you know, whilst we're all working remotely and away from each other? Well, something I haven't done since primary school when it was really rainy outside and we couldn't play outside was colour in. And I've started doing that actually a lot. I ordered some 
postcards of Amazon that you can colour in. And the reason why I love those is because the drawings are really intricate. So you actually really have to concentrate on them. And it does take you outside your own head for a bit. And it does help you relax and not think about all the things that we have to think about, whether that's work or what's going on right now or just things that are generally stressful. And the best thing about those postcards is when I'm done with them, I can actually send them to people who I don't get to see. I also go for walks. I'm sure everybody's going for walks right now. I go for a lot of runs. I mean, my sisters all got smartwatches. So we've started competing with each other to stay healthy and to sort of, you know, run and beat our last week's scores and that sort of thing. And yoga every morning for me has been one of the best things. For me, yoga really does feel really good physically and really good mentally. And I think I'd say the last thing I probably do is I don't know, listen to music. Listen to music again for me is the biggest thing because it's nostalgic and it takes you back to a time before now. And I found myself listening to older music, like literally nothing from the 21st century. I've been listening to a lot of Sade, Jimi Hendrix, Pocahontas soundtrack, like literally stuff from ages and ages ago that feels so far removed from the world that's happening or the things that are happening right now. I find that really, really important to just remember that there is a life that exists outside of what's happening right now so really I'd say listening to music is very very helpful and talking to people like you right now I find again you remember the world outside of the one you're currently in I find that doing those sorts of things is really important I'm almost stressed listening to how many things you do (laughs) to relax I'm just trying to think of oh my lord I don't do any of those things my life has to improve radically much quicker no Um, have you had much chance or how are you finding uh, creating the chances to connect with your team all the time in between the fact that you seem to have a day that has 28 hours in it. And I, I think a lot but as far as my team my team is quite strange in that my only official colleague is also my manager which is a very interesting team dynamic but we talk every day I mean it's quite easy when there's really primarily two of you that work on the same sorts of stuff but we talk every day we Skype really regularly we have a call almost at the same time every day and knowing that it's coming means that I can always prepare for it that I always look forward to it and I have a lot to say by that point in the day so we can really cover a lot of ground and I'm always ready to start the following day following that call and as much as possible we try to see each other um, which honestly really really does help and I will actually say my manager sends me stuff in the post so I sent her a postcard and she sent me a card that I just received today but again just feeling connected even sometimes when that's a little bit more personal is really really important but as far as getting our stuff done we sometimes spend a you know a large chunk of a day working on particular projects talking throughout the day as I say just really making sure that we can simulate a workplace environment even if it's not as effective or it's not as great as seeing each other in person but it really does go a long way to making us feel like we still have that sort of dynamic but as I say it's quite easy when there's only two of you you know kind of in a way I think you know this question is almost asked and answered from your previous questions because it's you know obviously so important but there's so much in it from what you're already doing and you know what health and well-being resources are currently available you know in the region and in the office for you and, and are you finding them useful well, one thing in particular that I definitely have really taken advantage of is the Smart About Health webinar series, webinar series that we have at the moment, which I think is an extension of a lot that we've done when we were in the office as well, where essentially we have experts speak to us um, in ways that can help us with our mental well-being when we're working in general. But for right now, I think it's obviously been adapted to working from home. And I actually listened to one of the sessions and played it out loud so my family could listen because we were all in the same workspace at the time. And they literally thought what they were doing and tuned in because there were a lot 
of really useful tips about just staying focused right now or staying healthy right now. And they referred us to some really good resources and stuff that we can look at and go to for things that we need. And I find that really important. I have a final question though now. This is kind of the rapid fire piece. We want your three top tips for oh, others okay. who are listening to this for working remotely. It's just really hard, but I suppose to me, the first top tip would probably be schedule your day as much as you can. I don't just mean meetings, make sure you schedule a break. Literally, it can just be five minutes. Walk away from your screen, make a tea, stretch your legs. In the office, we would have natural breaks, and here we don't have that. So we do have to force, force that upon ourselves at times. We absolutely do, I find. But the second top tip would be just being adaptable. But by that, I, I just mean right now we're all discovering these sides of ourselves. Right now, nobody can anticipate how you're going to feel on any given day. And there's, to me, that's a natural response to the world as we know it completely changing so just be ready to adapt and be ready to give yourself whatever you need on any given day some days you may be comfortable working in a jumper other days you may actually need to properly get dressed wear something nice in order to work as well as you could and just kind of listen to yourself and adjust accordingly you know one of the good things about being at home is you can put on a face mask and nobody really has to see unless you have a video call if that helps you work better if that helps you feel better definitely do it my last one which is probably the simplest one just make connecting a priority make it a priority to reach out to people in your team as individuals especially those that you know may not always be as forthcoming just let them know that you're available to them for support let them know you're there for a conversation but also when they send emails around you know jump on the back of that email and say oh hi just checking in or you know really appreciated you saying that you know I, I hope you're you're adjusting well I hope you're doing well you know that sort of thing just sort of using opportunities that you might not normally because you would see somebody in the office use that to sort of have conversations or start conversations I would just say make it something that you do that's a brilliant place to finish on because that's really about kindness and awareness and you know so uh, we can put that alongside Jimi Hendrix and crayon <laughs> and, uh, and yoga on a long list of things on how we can all manage our way through working remotely at the minute uh, Evan thanks so much for joining us that's been really fantastic and certainly full of so many different aspects <laughs> of what we could be doing after this interview was recorded you know there are events globally uh, that heightened around the Black Lives Matter movement uh, so we followed up with Evan to discuss what her personal thoughts and her experience of everything that had happened was. It's really hard to summarize or explain all the ways that the recent heightening and escalation of the Black Lives Matter movement has impacted me personally during this time. It's definitely added an extra layer to an experience that was already impacted by my race in ways that even I can't fully comprehend. I will say that for me, guarding my mental health went from something that I kind of just said um, to something that has been absolutely essential and absolute necessity in the last sort of couple of weeks. And social distancing has expanded to include social distancing from my phone because there's just a lot of posts and a lot of articles. And whilst those are absolutely crucial, they're not just informational for me at this time. Um, and I suppose this is something for everyone to bear in, bear in mind. Um, conversations are great and they're absolutely essential. But what has been a recent heightened global consciousness for, for you know the world at large, for black people and for me specifically, has been something that I've been hyper aware of my whole life. And this is why I suppose it seems like a lot of topics are coming up at once. You know, we're not just talking about black lives as far as the justice system and as far as, you know, 
police brutality we're speaking about a lot of different topics and I think why that is is because black people are black people every day there is never a moment where we get to take that off so we're talking about things like underrepresentation in Hollywood and we're talking about underrepresentation of black people in industries and in board positions and all sorts of things we're talking about black people being able to be our full selves at work and be comfortable and not have things attached to how we look and the reason I think that's happening in addition to sort of conversations around things that are more immediately life-threatening is because all these things are connected and the ways that being black affects our lives is just endlessly complex it affects us in micro and macro levels and as I say it's in ways that we can't even entirely understand you know whether it's conscious or whether it's not conscious it's something that affects us all the time and so for the past few weeks I've been unable to escape this, everything really. I've been unable to escape it. And I found myself revisiting and to a degree reliving experiences in conversations that I'm having with people about how it has affected me. And on one level that is obviously quite draining, but another level I'm really happy to share the, these things with people I have relationships with because it means a lot to be heard. And I suppose this is not the first time in my, my life, but the first time in such a sort of concentrated way I've been heard and listened to and I can't sort of put into words how powerful that has been for me personally it is a bit strange though I suppose you're raised going from something that was seen but unacknowledged or at times actively avoided it's really strange having going from that transition to a situation where I suppose now it's the primary thing that is noticeable it's a really really odd transition I can't sort of explain in words I just feel quite hyper visible in a lot of ways but I suppose I can't say all that without also then saying this is the first time in my life where I've seen so many people unified around challenging racial injustice and championing racial equality specifically for black people and not homogenizing it under sort of the broad aim or people of color experience because we all know that that's not the same and it's really shown me and shown a lot of people what we can achieve when we really, really see each other and when we see colour and when we act together for each other and for the world at large. And I really hope this continues. And I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, as a firm, we are speaking openly and vocally about this. And I suppose I will say how I feel in summary. Um, one of my friends posted this um, and I think it just really resonated. I feel really empowered. I do feel really exhausted but I genuinely ultimately feel very encouraged. And I've left, I don't know, feeling ultimately quite proud of people, proud of us, proud of everyone, uh, is how my experience has gone thus far. But, but again, there's a lot of work to be done and I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, I think that's a very important way to finish on that one. I mean, there's, there's so much to do and we have to make sure that you know, that, that the commitment to that action continues after this. And, and honestly, Evan, thank you so much for giving the extra time to come back on that. This is so personal for so many people uh, and it can be difficult to share. I, I know that at the moment and, and it can feel sometimes like it's not anybody's responsibility to share. Uh, so I, I, I appreciate the generosity of time and the insight and, and to reassure anyone that's listening to this, Eben, myself, and, and everyone we're working with is 100% committed to make sure that, you know, we're able to look back on this in six months' time and point to things that have happened to make sure we can make the world a better, fairer place. Thank you for having me back. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. You've been listening to a Clifford Chance Careers podcast. If you enjoyed this, you may be interested to listen to some of our past episodes. 
so you can subscribe to our channel uh, and stay up to date for future episodes as well, which are going to be coming soon. Uh, to find out more about working at Clifford Chance, please visit the career section of our website.